Hey guys, welcome to the first Friday Average Money episode. And you can tell it's a Friday podcast because your boy has bringing in the intro. I'm trying to step up Brad's game a little bit. Now let's be honest, Brad can do this on like one take. This is most likely going to take me 25 takes to get this intro right, but hey, we're going to roll with it. Guys, so for today's episode and our future Friday episodes, Brad and I wanted to do something a little different. We wanted... <laughs> We are very passionate about and really wanting to connect with the community. We're wanting to grow our relationship with you guys. We want to get to know our listeners. And I think this podcasting space is going to make that actually a lot easier now that we have the Facebook group set up and everything like that to where it's easier for us to just go and talk to and find out more about our our listeners. Because on YouTube... Our subscribers, when you really think about it, I feel like sometimes they're just a number, unless you get to see them in the comment sections, but I feel like we're really building a community here, especially when it's about life, it's about different things going on. So we we asked you guys over the Facebook group, what's a good idea for some Friday episodes? Brad and I have talked about this in the past, and we thought that having an actual listener leave a voicemail that we can play here live on the podcast asking Brad and I a question. This can be financially related, it can be lifestyle related, or relationship related, whatever it is. But whatever you guys want to ask us, we're going to play the episode here live, or we'll play the voicemail live, and then we'll get Brad and my intake. We may agree, we may disagree, and kind of see where it's going to go from that. So with that being said, I do have our first voicemail for the Average Money Podcast, and this voicemail comes from Ben Smith. JJ and Brad, I'm 22 and have 30K in student loans. I just graduated, so I do not have to pay for six months. Could be longer because of the virus. I have 40K invested into individual stocks and about 15K into my Vanguard, then probably around 7K into my Navy retirement plan. So being young, should I keep investing or start paying my loans off? I feel that I'm young. I need to take advantage and get into that compound and get it rolling. And also, my plan is to opt into the public service loan forgiveness, where your loans are forgiven after 120 consecutive payments. So, should I keep investing or just pay off the loans? Woo! So, first off, JJ, great intro, bud. That was only the second try. You you could have introduced me. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dang it. <laughs> I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> I'm a part of this show too, yeah, JJ. Right. Oh, geez, that's funny. Well, guys, here's Brad Finn. Brad, first of all, thank you, Ben, for the question. Brad, what do you think? Quick background for anybody that's new to the podcast: I'm 38 years old. I'll be 39 in a couple months. And two years ago, I had a ton of debt, ton, 189,000. Now I have a net worth approaching a milli. And I don't say that to flex. I say that to back up and give you reasons for my answer. I'm debt-free, man. Simple as that. It does not matter. When, when you talk about no payments and no months, to me, I hear it. I know exa- I used to think it. But now it's more like just extending that stay of execution. And like time is, is just so so important. And I know that like people will be like time in the market better because you mentioned compound interest. You have the ability to be very close to being debt-free right now and then jumping right back in the market. How much time are you really going to lose by becoming debt-free? 
And as far as like the future and forgiveness, I'm never a fan of forgiveness programs. I'm a teacher. I could have worked in a poor district or a low income district and worked towards forgiveness. If there's anything I've learned, it's don't depend on the government to be trustworthy and your town. Like, don't plan on that forgiveness because all it takes is one politician to take all that away from you. If I was 18, if I was you, I'm super stoked on everything that you've done and you're just different investing platforms. I'm going to be debt free. That feeling is worth so much. And if I was young and know what I know now, I'd give almost anything to be debt free at 22 years of age. So do you think he should invest at all while paying off his student loans? See, that's tough too, because that, that tickles in on personal finances, personal, because I feel like there's two extremes. You're either Dave Ramsey, and I don't know which one is which, because my, so be- answer, my beliefs answer, are a hybrid of both, but if it was me, yes, I would, that's what I was going to say. With the exception of an employee match, and I, I, I believe so firmly on this, and it's I know it's not the most efficient way, but I just I'm I'm telling you how happy I am because I like did this and believe in it. Like get rid of your debt as fast as possible. Just become debt free. Now I just I I you have to be I don't know, I'm just be debt free. Yeah. No, that's that's a great answer. I Well, you asked you asked like would I invest at all? And I probably didn't answer that question, but I don't want to not answer the question. You asked if I should, should he invest in all? And I said, with the exception of a company match, I'm going to pay yeah. off my debt first. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So pretty much a hundred percent agree with your answer. I definitely think the whole 120 month waiting to let it be forgiven. No way. No way am I riding on that. I a hundred, I strongly believe with Brad on, don't trust the government because anything could change. Anything could happen. You're also going to have to live with that debt for knowing it's there for 10 years. You just don't want to have to deal with it. Yeah. I say, get rid. Don't, don't wait the 120 months. That's, that's first and foremost. Now, when it comes to investing, paying off your student loans, what should you do first? I a hundred percent agree with Brad on being debt free. I think debt-free is what everyone should be as long as, unless the like debt's making you money, you know, like for a real estate investment mm-hmm. or whatever. We're talking consumer debt here. Mm-hmm. 100% agree with you. Uh, yes, he needs to be debt-free ASAP. The only difference I think I have on a little bit of a perspective is I do agree with the match. I think a match is probably the what he needs to invest into. But I would also say like maybe do like, Let's say you only get a match of like 2%. Right. I don't I think you should be investing a little more than that. Um if you have a relatively higher match like a 6 to 10, I would probably feel okay being like, okay, let me just do this 401k up to the 6% match and then I'll pay off my debts as I go. I would think that's a especially at such a young age, I think that's a great move. But I do think even if you don't have a match, I'm still going to invest in a 401k or my Roth IRA or whatever it may be, even if it's a, a small amount of the 6%, you know, five, 6%. Yeah. 
Because the reason I say that is I want that, I don't want somebody to miss out. Maybe it takes them two, three years uh, to pay off their student loans. I want them to have at least a little money in the market. You know, and again, I got to say this too. Like this isn't financial advice, obviously. No. This is our thoughts. We're not financial experts. This is just kind of our opinions. But I would say to for sure be investing a little bit of money, even if you don't have a company match. You're like changing. I'm thinking about it now. And it's like, you're right. The like Roth IRAs are time sensitive. You can only invest yes. a certain amount in that year. So Great I mean, point, by the way. So maybe, but all right. So let's take it now to our current trading philosophies, which I think that we're pretty similar on. And that's like, Maybe 10% of your net worth is going to be spec plays and maybe growth stocks, maybe up to 15%. Most of it's going to be a large majority is going to be going to something a little bit more secure, like even index funds or something like that. Think of your investing as your spec play, but put 90% of your pie on your debt. I think I could I could meet in the middle there. If you, if you, if you felt like you had to invest, like it was a yeah. deal breaker for you, all right, take 15% and and start to invest in places is what I would say. I like that. And then take the other 85% and put that on and attack that debt. So let me roll it into this then. So that 15% you're investing your money into, what are you putting your money into? Are you going stocks? Do you recommend putting any money into single stocks or just put it all on index funds for the conservative passive investment until you get that debt paid off? What's your thought on that? Um, I'm going Roth IRA first and foremost. That's always going to be my number one for anybody at any stage in life. Max out the Roth IRA first. But I wish I wish I didn't believe so much in the simple path to wealth and index fund investing because I look at I can look at the top 10. I can pretty much match VTSAX by just going on and matching the top stocks that they use and pick individual stocks. But I feel like the stock market for me is a hobby. And at the end of the day, when I want to go on vacation and turn my brain off, it's comforting to know that a large majority, about 85% right now, is in VTSAX and the total stock market index fund. Because I can use that other percentage to go around, have some fun, trade some options, buy some calls if I need to. But like, if I want to be like, ah, I want to take a month and not look at the stock market. I'm still okay because people get rich faster than me, but you know, people are better looking than me. It's, it's that doesn't really matter to me that much. I'm going to hundred percent agree with you on that. I would even say like as that starting point, I, I think a newer investor needs to put a hundred percent into index funds until their debt's paid off, you know, cause you don't want to have to be worrying about that. Your focus is to pay off this debt. But as you get that built up, you get that initial fluff in the index funds and it's majority of your portfolio, for sure, you know, buy some stocks. Um, try and beat the market. You know, if you if you think you can outplay the market and beat it, then try. I With a smaller percentage of your Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like I'm a, like my YouTube channel is all about stocks. All about stocks. That's all I talk about. But majority of my portfolio is in index funds. I love, I love stocks. I love buying stocks. I love researching them. But when it comes down to it, I know for a fact that I will most likely not, I'm not going to be the me- the next hedge fund. And even the hedge fund guys aren't even beating the market. So 
yeah, I may have a good 10-year run and beat the market by 10, 15%, or even 2, 3%, or I may have a few years after that where I don't beat the market and it beats me by much more, you know, vice versa. So I'm a big believer in index funds and uh, especially while you're going through your debt payoff stage to invest 100% in index funds. Yeah. So it's kind of, I think we can agree that getting as close to debt-free as fast as possible is definitely there. If you need to invest, you're not a bad guy. You're investing. If you are going to invest while paying off debt, let's start with the index funds or at least something that's a little more secure so that your focus is more geared towards the debt and investing a little bit of money is just to scratch that itch. Boom. Love it, man. We nailed it. I love it. I wish we let had, us know. I wish it wasn't so early. I, I mean, we just posted that link. I wish we had five more to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Leave us a voicemail. <laughs> For sure. And let us know your thoughts. Like, I'm sure Ben probably doesn't mind. Like, I want to hear everyone's thoughts on the Facebook page. You know, yeah. like, what do you think about Ben's question? Do you think other, do you uh, agree, disagree with Brad and I? What, what would be your play on it? Let's be a community. Um, Let's be a community, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to these. I think these are going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it'll be another way, too, that everybody gets to listen in on. Like, a, we'll, we'll probably release some early Friday morning, I'm guessing, too. So if you're going to work, you can still listen to it before, like, on your ride in or whatever. And then on Monday's episode coming up, we make a couple predictions about, like, you know, how big the channel is going to be and things like that. And this, I hope that one day that our entire podcast is just answering questions. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sweet. That would be awesome. You guys, or the next Dave Ramsey's. You guys giving us content makes life amazing. Yes, it makes it so much easier. You started us off, JJ. You sign us off, bud. All right, sounds good. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the first Friday voicemail question asking podcast, whatever you want to call it. But uh, we look forward to answering many other questions down the road. And guys, we do really appreciate every single one of you who take the time to listen to us during their day. It really does mean a lot to Brad and I. We love doing this. Uh, this is fun for Brad and I, but the fact that you guys do take the time out of your day to listen to us, to see what our opinion is and what we think about certain things, it really does mean a lot to Brad and I. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Until the next one, you all take care.